Good evening tonight, and I want to thank you for watching. I'm trying to eat a quick bite of barbecue tonight, and uh, I'm afraid I've got it all over my face. But the ladies, um, the ladies who cook on uh, Wednesday nights for us, um, prepared me a box of a barbecue since I was not able to have time to eat earlier. And so I have uh, been very thankful for that. I got one more sandwich to eat, so I might be quicker than usual um, for my love of food. But tonight I want to talk to you about something that all of us have probably dealt with in our lives. And that is, have you ever tried to talk to someone and it just wasn't sinking in. Maybe you tried to talk to a family member or a friend about the Lord, and it wasn't sinking in. Maybe you've tried to talk to someone about whether or not they're saved and they do not want to listen. You see, Job dealt with that in this passage of Scripture. And tonight I want to talk to you about praying for God to open hearts and for God to open eyes. Job begins to tell us in the 17th chapter, starting in verse 3, Now put down a pledge for me with yourself. Who is he who will shake hands with me? Now listen. For you have hidden their heart from understanding. Therefore you will not exalt them. He who speaks flattery to his friends, even the eyes of his child, will fail. Job tells us tonight that we have to pray that God would open the eyes and the hearts of those who refuse him. You say, well, what does that mean? That means that the only way that a lost person can realize they need Jesus, the only re way that a person can understand that there's sin in their life or what is right and wrong is for the conviction of the Holy Spirit. I have talked to people about the Lord, preached sermons, and in the same sermon, one person will come and know Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And another lost person, it won't even affect them at all. Why is that? Because only the Holy Spirit of God can convict somebody. Only the Holy Spirit of God can open up their hearts to accept the things of God. <coughs> Excuse me. You say, well, Jake, I know all the facts. I know all the arguments against, pe against why people should believe in God. But if the Holy Spirit doesn't convict people, nothing gets done. And so as a Christian, my job is to be praying for other people, praying that God would give people victory over the loss in their life over the heartbreak in their life. Only God can reveal to people how much He really loves them and cares for them. 
Only the Holy Spirit can convict that person who has hardened their heart against God of their need to come back to Him. You see, in the Old Testament, there is a man by the name of Pharaoh. And the Bible says that Pharaoh hardened his heart and that God hardened his heart. And you say, Jake, well, was it God or was it Pharaoh's fault? I believe this. If you tell God no long enough, he will let you. And sometimes the longer God tells you, that you tell God no, the more difficult he then makes it for you. And so my prayer before I preach every Sunday, before every Sunday night, before I preach my Sunday school lesson, teach it, excuse me, before I teach these nightly devotions, is God open hearts to your word. Because listen to what it says. For you have hidden their heart from understanding. Therefore, you will not exalt them. It's kind of like the simple fact when I talk to Christians and they say, well, I'm a Christian, but I believe that abortion is not wrong. Well, that doesn't make any sense. The Bible tells us that before God knew you, he forms you in the womb, that there are no accidental pregnancies. There might be unplanned pregnancies from our end of it, but there are no accidents. That baby is still a gift from God. But yet I've heard Christians say, well, I don't believe that it's a big deal. It is a big deal. And so I just have to pray, God, reveal to them your truth. God, show them right and wrong. And uh, I really believe that most of us would do a lot more good for the kingdom of God if we quit trying to argue with everybody and spent much time or more time in prayer. I pray for my daughters that God would convict them of their sin, that he would show them who Jesus is the very moment they're old enough to realize. I pray that for many family members that I have who have become prodigals, who were raised in church, who, who made a profession of faith. I pray that for our congregation. I have been the pastor at 10 Mile now for 10 years. And uh, for some people, it feels like it's been 40, and that's not a good thing. But there are so many kids that I've watched come into church on the bus ministry. There are so many kids that I have baptized or led to the Lord. And now that they're old and on their own, they've chose to run from God. I think of many adults that I've had the privilege of leading to the Lord and then baptizing them, and now they have ran from God. And you say, well, Jake, what do we do with those people who we know know better, but don't act on it? Pray. Pray that God would open their heart. Pray that God would soften their heart. Pray that God would use someone to speak exactly the words that they need to hear. It always amazes me how, as a parent, you can tell your child something and they'll be like, I'm not going to listen. But someone that they think is cool or someone else that comes into their life can tell them the exact same thing you do and they think it is the greatest thing since sliced bread. 
And that's how God works sometimes. Maybe God has used you in a season to warn somebody. Maybe God has used you in a season to tell someone the truth. But now the season is for you to pray for them. Lord, send someone into their life to share the gospel with them. Lord, send someone into their life to show you to show them that all Christians are not phonies. Lord, send someone into their life to show them that you can be educated and also a Christian that believes the Bible. You begin to pray that God would open their hearts. And I think this is so important because there in the next verse, it says in verse 5, He who speaks flattery to his friends, even the eyes of his children will fail. What that word means is pray. And it really means there that Job was referring to someone who would offer up their own children as bait to the enemy. And you say, well, I would never offer up my child as bait to the enemy. I would never offer up my child's happiness or well-being for personal gain. But he does this for a reason. Because just like you and I wouldn't do that to our children, we cannot open the hearts of those who have rejected God. We can't open the hearts of those who have refused God. All we can do is pray that the Holy Spirit would convict them and they would respond. And so tonight, if you're dealing with a prodigal in your life, if you're dealing with someone who is running from God or doesn't want to listen, begin to fast, begin to pray that God would reveal to them the truth. As always tonight, I want to thank you for watching and uh, know that I pray for you. And if uh, you ever have a family member or a friend that you would like for me to be praying for. I'd love the opportunity to do that. Um, sorry I haven't been as quick to responding to messages and things here of late. It's a busy, busy season, but I am never too busy to pray for you. And so God bless you. And as always, know that God loves you. And so do we.